This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's up, All Things Covered listeners? It's BMAC, and we're back in your feed with another bonus episode this week. If you listened to the podcast before, you know about Pat's love for the show, Ridiculousness. So we gave him the chance to be a fan for once, and we welcome our latest guest, Chanel West Coast. If you missed it, check out our conversation from earlier this week with Brandon Marshall or any of our previous episodes. Enjoy, and don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review. Yo, 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 we'd like to welcome Chanel West Coast, the TV personality of shows Rob Dyrdek, Fantasy Factory, and also one of my favorite shows, Ridiculousness. Your yes, my You know you love that show, Pat. No doubt about it. <laughs> also, she appeared on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. She also just released her debut album named America's Sweetheart, which you can scream everywhere. everywhere. What's up, Chanel? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> First of all, Chanel, I got to talk about that laugh because my daughter, when you laugh on TV, that cracks my daughter up. <laughs> I'm happy to hear that. Because I got a lot of haters on my laugh, too, you know, but... I think the kids love it. And so that says a lot because kids are very honest, you know, right, so right. the kids love it and kids, you know, they really have like big hearts. And I think it says a lot that the kids like it. And it says a lot that it's usually old grumpy people who are hating. <laughs> <on it. laughs> no you know, they say old people usually not happy. So it makes sense, right? Yep. No doubt about it. <laughs> Yeah, well, 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 Chanel, you got a new album you just dropped in October, long time coming, but uh, tell us a little bit about the new album and how excited you are, you know, finally being able to get this project out to the public, and, and what do you expect to receive when it comes to reviews and, and people just, you know, listening to the album? Uh, I'm Well, first of all, I'm really excited to just put out an album that it took a lot of work. I had to listen to a lot of different opinions. You know, I've always got people in my ear like, you should do this, you should do that, you know, maybe rap more, sing more, be sexier, this and that. And so it took a long time to really just kind of block everybody out, focus on what I wanted to do. And I think I got a really good body of work here that, you know, it's it's something that I think a lot of different people can listen to. You know, it's hip hop, it's rap, but there's still pop. There's love songs, songs about unity, and I think people are going to listen to it and, and be surprised. Um, I think I've had a lot of, you know, resistance and hate, as, as, especially as a white girl rapper. So I think people are going to listen to it and finally, like, get it. You know what I mean? I'm not going to lie, Chanel. I listened to it two days ago. I was fucking surprised. Thank you. I, I was surprised off the fact that, because I, did, I didn't expect you to have a singing, like a singing track on this, that, that No Plans. Yeah, you brought it with no plans. I, I, I thought no plans was a banger for sure. So, so no plans. That's your favorite one, Pat. Yeah, on, on the track. I mean, I like no plans. I like, I like the forty yard dash. Um, I think it was one called four a.m. or something like that. Four something. Nope. I like yeah. it like 4 a.m. because that one is dedicated to my ex, so thank you. <laughs> oh, you put your ex on blast. You, 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 you put your. Are you gonna name drop your ex? Are you? Uh, no, 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 no name dropping. No I'll name dropping. Yeah. 
<laughs> Speaking of the song 40 Yard Dash, you know, what inspired that title? And uh, also, can you give us a little sneak uh, into the video, right, uh, the, of the song 40 Yard Dash, a little sneak peek into the video? <laughs> yes. So it's funny because when I heard the beat, like, I literally was like, okay, I know exactly what I want to talk about on this beat. Like, I just want to talk about, like, I run this shit. Yeah. And so I was like, I was working with my boy in the studio and I was like, I run it. Like, I run this shit. Like, I was like, I need to say I run it. Like, literally, I run this shit more than anybody. He's like, you run this shit like a 40-yard dash. And I was like, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> so, so my boy kind of helped me, inspire me. Um, and then I wrote it. But, uh, but yeah, so he helped me with that. And I was like, yo, like, I love it. You know, I was a cheerleader in high school and I was always around football and sports. And my mom's always been like a big fan of sports too. So I felt like it was very fitting for me. Um, and I have a fan base. Like I got a lot of guy followers. So like yeah. we love football, you know? So I was like, this makes sense to do a song that the guys are really going to like to listen to as well. Cause it's hard for guys to get into female hip hop. I think like, guys are more embarrassed to be rolling by themselves bumping like wop <laughs> um, but like you know i think a guy can ride by himself in the car and bump a song like 40 yard dash you know what i mean right. yeah and, and you got to think about it too when it comes to female artists you got to have songs that guys can bump in the car when another guy is in the car right? <laughs> like the example you just said i don't exactly. think you're gonna see two guys riding in the car Listening not to WAP. Not yeah, I'm not going to be riding next to Pat. We're going to be in the same car. We're going to be listening to WAP. Now, nah, I don't think we're going to do that, Pat. Nah, we ain't. We ain't. So, so, good yeah, point. Good point. Yeah, no doubt about it. So how is uh, your uh, relationship with Young Money um, if you are currently still signed with them? No, um, I, I, I'm I'm not. It's a complicated thing. Uh, actually, there's there's a lot of complicated stuff with that. And I don't like to get like too into it because it's a very long story. But to make it short, um, I, you know, I had a great chance, opportunity to meet Wayne in the past, play in my music. He loved it. He wanted to work with me. And from that point, it was a lot of just people in the way. Um, I don't even think Wayne really fully knows. Like a lot of people were pulling me apart and just kind of trying to hold me back from that whole situation. So, so yeah, so I love Wayne. I still have a, a relationship with him and we cool, but um, I'm, I'm an independent artist. Okay. Awesome. That's dope. How have you managed these two parallels, you know, television personality and music artists being able to manage those two parallels also having outside business uh, interests as well. It seems to be a lot, but how are you managing all of these things? Uh, it's a lot. It's actually, I mean, this year it's gotten a lot easier because now there's no touring. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Uh, that was like my biggest struggle before I've actually had to pass up like several great performances, tour opportunities, South by Southwest performances because of my filming schedule. Cause with my contract with ridiculousness, they're like my priority. So, uh, so that gets a little complicated. Like as an artist, obviously I want to be able to do tours and stuff, but I'm filming a lot, but this year there's all the performances have been virtual. <laughs> so mm. I've been able to literally do performances from home and just set up cool lighting here and shit. So it's right. been a lot easier this year because everything's so virtual. Um, I don't know how it's going to be. Because now that my music's picking up, I don't know how it's going to be once we get back to being able to like actually perform and stuff. It might get a little more hectic to deal with right. both. But for the most part, it's it's always been a... You know, it's been pretty easy. Like, I'm, I like working. I'm the type of person, like, I need to stay busy. So, like, I, you know, I'm just always busy, basically. Right, that's good. That's good. So, speaking of ridiculousness, uh, what makes it so successful um, across all sorts, uh, all sorts of uh, age groups? I really think it's because of the selection of videos. You know, yeah. we have, like, so many different videos. Like, there's videos that the little kids will like more, like, 
kids seem to like when people are getting hurt and stuff like that. (laughs) And then like, you know, I feel like the adults, like more the ones that are like, I mean, adults love like the drunk people clips. They can relate to that. They can relate to that. Exactly. Everybody can relate to it. Like we have so many different types of clips that you can relate to. So that's what makes it, you know, broad for like everybody. And, And also like us as hosts, you know, me, Sterling and Rob, like, I think that uh, we're diverse people too, and we all come with our own little fan bases. You know, I bring in right. a lot of females. Uh, Sterling, you know, he brings in a lot of his fan base. Rob right. brings in all these fucking skater kids or whatever. <laughs> so I think that we all each bring in like our own little, you know, dynamic and fan base as well. Right. My favorite videos is uh, whenever anyone is getting hurt with fireworks. I think that is so hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. It's like you know what's gonna happen. Like, right. Like, why are you doing that? Yeah. <laughs> Hey Chanel, you gotta holler at Rob, man. We gotta get Pat P on the show. Yeah, I gotta okay, get on the show. Well, that, you gotta get Pat P on the show. Because you know we we haven't really had any guests this year because of yeah because of COVID. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, when things get back normal, how about that? Yes, when things go back to normal, I got you. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. You know what? Uh, episode what three forty six uh, featured the late great Kobe Bryant, and uh, Kobe Bryant's my favorite basketball player. Same for Pat P. But how? special was that show and what do you remember about sharing the stage with Kobe like leading into that episode or did you guys did you get the opportunity to talk to Kobe or do you have any special memory uh, regarding that episode but think of talking about that show and seeing exactly what happened some months ago you know how special was that moment it was so special especially because I almost so I was sick when we Filmed the episode with uh with Kobe. I I had was getting over strep throat. Yeah. And at first they were like they were basically like you know we don't want to risk Kobe's health. Da, da, da. I was like he probably has the immunity of an ox. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, was like, I was like I'm not gonna get him sick. He's probably drinking like you know fitness shakes every day. Like right. I was like he's fine. But um so I had to get a doctor's note and my doctor was like no it's fine you've been taking your medicine. Da, da, da. So I was so thankful because at first they were like you're not going to be able to do it. And I was like, yeah. are you kidding me? I'm, I'm from LA. Like right. the Lakers are LA and you're going to tell me I can't be there. Like I was like about to lose it. So um <laughs> it was great to meet him. Like he, you could just feel his presence of what a good person he was. Like that's, yeah. I'm a big energy reader. Like I can literally, I don't like to say I'm psychic, but I could feel people's energy and like what type of person they are. And like, mm-hmm. you could sense, first of all, he wanted the whole episode to be about his new children's book. So I was like, that is such a cute, sweet thing. Like he literally wanted the whole episode to be circled and centered around that and promoting that only. And so like we, we pretty much the whole episode was about talking about his book. And I thought that that was just so sweet that like he wanted it to be all about like the children and, and, and presenting this message to the kids, you know? That's awesome. Yeah. He was, he was, it was like, I don't want to get teary eyed because it's like, you know, I am from LA, like Uh the Lakers is everything. And, and it was just, it was an honor to meet him because it, it it was like we filmed that like you know right before he passed away so. really so yeah because he he passed in january yeah. so you guys filmed that and it was in december it was in like november or something. november wow wow that that's 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 how nice. many how many how many shows you guys uh tape a day is it just like one a day because i'm obviously like i said me being a fan i always wanted to know how that process went um so we used to do three a day which okay I, I would have won a bet because I said that. I said they, they have to do multiple shows a day. There's no way they're just going in there doing one show and going home. Well, sometimes you could tell because I wear I, I wear usually wear the same hair for all three. So mm-hmm. like if they put those episodes back to back, you'll be like, oh, that must have been all in the same day. Right. 
Um, now we do six episodes a day. Damn. Wow. Six. Yeah, it's crazy. How long, how, how long does it normally take to tape one? It's fast. Honestly, okay. we literally shoot it like it's like real time what is on TV. Like, really? I feel like we shoot probably like an extra 10 minutes and then that little bit of time extra is what they edit out for commercials. So do you guys have any, uh, any, any mess ups? Like, you know, can you retape something if you guys say the wrong thing or something goes wrong or everything is just kind of done live and no, um, well, no now hiccups. we, we used to go more with like the flow because of the audience, but we don't, we haven't had an audience this year because of the pandemic. So yeah. I've noticed that they're like telling Rob, like, Hey, can you redo that line? Da, 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 like a little bit more because I think now that there's not an audience, we can like fix a couple things. Right. But before, like sometimes, you know, like, me or Rob or Sterling, we like flub our words and like we just keep going. Like they're like whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, would you guys um, filming over five hundred episodes now? Five hundred. Wow. Five hundred. What has allowed that run to continue for so long? Honestly, I feel that uh, you know, especially with MTV, <laughs> like MTV doesn't play music and stuff anymore, and. Right. I feel like next to music, everybody loves comedy. So it's right. like, especially for the MTV fan base, I think it really keeps MTV people like people like me. I've been watching MTV since I was a little girl, you know, like right. in the nineties, MTV was everything. So mm-hmm. I think people really stay watching MTV like because of our show to be real, you know, how long do you think it keep going? <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, <laughs> at this point, I'm like, I feel like I'm probably going to be like, pregnant on the couch like you know what i'm saying i'm like i'm literally gonna be up there with a walker like i don't know (laughs) when you look at some of the outstanding guests you guys have had on um you look at some of the football guests real quick short list melvin ingram Lashawn mccoy gronkowski erlacher jarvis landry you got other personalities (laughs) rampage jackson floyd mayweather dana white nate robinson prince fielder metal world peace bubba wallace man you guys have had the who's of who on your show who Outside of Kobe, because I know Kobe is the, 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 your favorite guest. Outside of Kobe, who would you say would, was your, your, your favorite guest to have on the show? I, I like a sports guest. It could be any guest. It could be a sp- sports guest. It could be a media personality and social media personality. Anybody. I would say, well, I always say Snoop was our favorite guest. Like Snoop is so <laughs> Cause y'all can relate. <laughs> the only person like we've ever wait like normally everybody's ready like people know that Rob likes to like you know move fast and like Snoop is probably the only person we've ever waited for like <laughs> literally like waited forever or like he was just in his dressing room chilling doing his thing like I'm smoke and come out when I want you know um, <laughs> he's kind of funny so like I just like love being around Snoop so he was funny but Floyd Mayweather I think was definitely another funny athlete guest uh-huh. um, the funniest the funniest part was so Floyd's girlfriend at the time, she just came and sit on the couch next to me. And I'm like, I think like maybe they're confused. Like I was like, this is where like we film, you know? And so Rob goes to tell Floyd like, Hey, you know, she can sit on the side of Floyd. Like, no, nah, she's going to stay right there. And we're like, oh. wait a minute. So she stayed there the whole episode. <laughs> yeah. She was on Mick Jackson. She sat there the whole, oh, time. The whole time. <laughs> hey, you remember that? You remember that episode? Yeah, that's when he pulled out a million dollars on the backpack. Yes, and then he had yeah. a backpack on him and Rob goes, what's in the backpack? And we thought he was joking. He's like a million dollars. And we're like, Ah, you're kidding. He's like, no, I'm serious. And he just starts dumping out a million dollars cash. Wow. That's a, that's a dope episode, right? Because the unexpected happened, right? Then he kept the money up there too, the whole episode. It was on the floor? I forgot where he put it at. I think he put it like on Stilo's, uh, DJ booth or something like that. The little turn. Yeah. (laughs) 
Man, Pat, you're a big fan. See, you you yeah, know the names and everybody. See, I watch the show, Chanel. I watch. Man, you <laughs> all the way dialed in, man. Listen, Pat, you got to get on there for the show when everything gets back hey, to being man. normal. Hey, I will be honored. Hey, so Chanel, we know you're a Laker fan. Yep. But we also heard that you are a Rams and a Patriots fan. Yeah. So who were, who were you rooting for in the Super Bowl a couple years ago? Oh, man. I, I can't even answer that. I don't, I can't answer it because I. Yes, I'm, you can. Yes, you can. No, I can't because I literally like, you don't understand. First of all, the Rams, like, they show me so much hometown love. They send me custom yeah. jerseys saying West Coast, you know, so I love the Rams. They show me love. They let me come to a bunch of games. Yeah. But I also have like friends and stuff that are affiliated with the Patriots. So I don't want to. I, I got you. Yeah, she I'm gonna can't do it. That. I'm gonna get yeah, yeah. We, we, we gonna, I'm gonna, we gonna give you a pass on that one, Chanel. Okay. But regardless, you know, regardless of who you were rooting for, Chanel, you won because one thing yeah, you no know about, about that it. game, your favorite team was gonna win. Right. <laughs> you was a winner regardless. You was a winner regardless. Yeah, it didn't even matter. Yo, Chanel, so is there a specific show clip moment, uh, that people mention to you online or if they see you out in public? There's two. Okay. Uh, and they're just equally brought up to me as much. The time on Fantasy Factory when I got hit with a dodgeball. Oh, yeah. Knocked a tooth out. I, what? Yeah, well, like, you lost a tooth? It, it chipped a tooth. Yeah, well, now I got veneers, so we got new teeth now, so it's all good. <laughs> but, um, and then the time when I got into an argument with Charlemagne. Oh, that was hilarious. I'm not even going to lie. Hold on, hold on, hold on. For, for, for us who, who don't know what you're talking about, you know, Pat is a big time fan. <laughs> oh, man, I know exactly can, what you're talking about. Can, can you yeah. fill us in on the argument, Chanel? Okay, so basically this is what happened. So randomly, before he came <laughs> on our show, one day I'm on Twitter and I see people like in my, you know, in my apps, like talking shit, being like, oh, Charlemagne's right. Like Chanel's whack or something. I said, yeah. what the fuck? And I liked him before that. I thought he was mad funny. I always like kind of respected his opinions. And then I was like, hold up. What the fuck is he talking about? So apparently he like randomly like mentioned me one time. I don't know if it was on the breakfast club or like tweeted about me, but he said I was whack in, in his opinion, I guess. And so when he came on the show, I was already kind of like a little bitter. I guess you could say like, Oh, I have to sit next to this guy and like act like I like fuck with him knowing that he like talked shit on me. And so something came up in the episode where it was about, um, an artist about no no it, it was about him like being like very opinionated or something oh, yeah, and i was yeah, like yeah. and i go well just because it's your opinion don't make it a fact and that's yeah. just I like thought. that just like that i said it just like that and that's when the argument kind of started and i think that because you know and it's not just charlemagne a lot of people kind of prejudge me i am on shows where i'm always laughing smiling very sweet I am a tough girl, though. I have been through a lot of shit, and I am not that bitch. (laughs) So I was like, I am not about to just let this guy, like, basically degrade me. And I'm the only woman on stage with three men being made fun of. So that's when I felt I just had to stand up for myself and really, like, hit him with some facts. (laughs) So I did, and then the moment kind of went viral, I guess you could say. Now, you did held your own, and and, um, you definitely stood you had to, you had your you had your back for sure. I was like, get him Chanel, hell yeah. The West Coast, the West Coast came out, right? Hey. Well, yeah. Some people would say, cause my dad's from the East Coast, and a lot of people were hitting me up that day, like, oh, that's the New Yorker. Like, all my New York fans were like claiming that was the East Coast in me. Right. So. Are you are you in Charlemagne? Y'all cool now? Oh no. yeah, like literally right after the episode, he was like, you're crazy. You should come on Breakfast Club. And, like, <laughs> So That's what's he, up. He just, Mutual I respect. He loves to like, you know, pick at people. Like he loves yeah. that shit. 
No doubt about it, but uh, that that was a good episode. That was a good episode. <laughs> Thank you. So, Chanel, is there anything you want to get out there to the to to our viewers, um, your listeners, that you got up and coming and got going on right now? Definitely, I just want everybody to go listen to the album. It's 19 songs. It's a long album. I'm sure there's a little bit of something everybody can, you know, get into on there. Maybe you like rap a little bit more, singing a little bit more. There's a song for kind of everybody. And go check out my new merch drops. I just dropped a bunch of dope new merch to go along with the album. We got cute bucket hats, hoodies, T-shirts. Where can they find the merchandise? Yes. <laughs> got lots of cute stuff. So you got to go check it out on my website, IamChanelWestCoast.com. Okay. And also, too, you said the album is, is streaming everywhere so you can easily find it yeah, pat is, is already raving about the album listeners viewers nice. he said it, 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 it got some go-getters on it you know what i mean so and yeah. you know what pat you know what i think you should do because i know you're a big fan of chanel you guys who you guys got this week you got buffalo this week right yeah you got buffalo this week so yeah. you know what you know what i knew you guys were listening with at 21 savage what you say run right yeah running running you might need to put that 40 yard dash might you might need to bump that forty yard dash in the locker room. You feel me? For I real, might bump, you need I might bump, to. I'm gonna bump that. I'm gonna, what I'm gonna do? I, I am gonna bump that forty yard dash after we win because the locker room is much more live after a dub. Oh yeah, y'all boys, y'all y'all had like a little mini club in the locker room after yeah, y'all win. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll, it'll be better after we win for sure. Okay. Forty yard dash. That's what's up. That's what's up. Forty yard dash. Well, we would like to thank Chanel West no Coast for uh, coming out on the show. Make sure you go watch Ridiculousness and um, go get that album, America and Sweetheart. the merchandise and the merchandise. It's, it's yes. screaming everywhere. ChanelWestCoast.com for the merch. Go get the album, America Sweetheart. It's everywhere. Thank you, Chanel, for coming on the show. Appreciate really, it. Really Thanks appreciate for having it. me, and I'm I'm very happy you're a big fan. I'm a, you know, I'm going to shout you out on the episode. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do yeah, it. Let's no do doubt. It. No like, doubt. Yes, ma'am. We right. appreciate it, Chanel. Thank you, guys. I'll no problem. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.